Okay, okay, okay. We we back again. Okay, the bye week. Look, I, I you know, Rabbit said before the show he took a nap. We had the bye week, so we feeling refreshed. So I mean, we 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 back at it again with a little Ravens, a little Bears action, a couple of a couple of late season runs in the making. And I'm I'm gonna let I'm I'm gonna give y'all a second, okay? I'm gonna give y'all a second to hit that like button. I'm gonna give y'all a second to hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on Fly Nation Speaks, if you're watching on the Third Perspective Podcast platform over there too, I'm gonna let y'all do it. I'm gonna let y'all get y'all's drink too as well, okay? I'm gonna let y'all get y'all's drink because we are gonna get into these Bears. We are gonna get into these Ravens. I should have said these Ravens. Then these, wait, you know what? Forget it. We are gonna get right into it because I'm I'm refreshed. I had a whole week off of not having the stress over the Ravens winning or losing. And I think the Bears might, they might, they might think about, they might just think about making a good little run to end the season, but we'll see. All right, welcome in to the Bears Ravens podcast, you know? Flock Nation Speaks T3P podcast. They, all the Bears fans know me. Your Baltimore Ravens, the Bears podcast, where we talk about the best team in NFL history. The Bears. If you're a Ravens fan, of course. Passionate Ravens. Passionate Bears. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's what we do. You know? All right, what is going on? Good people. Welcome in. I, I don't know what the name of the show is. I just made it up. Threw it on the on, on, on the on the graphic, but whatever. Uh welcome in to the let's just go with the flock down perspective for now. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out later. <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the the little the little simulcast joint that I do with my boy Rabbit Jones from the Third Respective Podcast. I'm DJ from the Flock Nation Speaks Podcast. And Most we're about to talk about these bears, talk about these ravens. And I, he said he was gonna sneak a little Panthers in there because he know I'm a I, you know I'm 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 in the North Carolina area, so yeah, we're gonna know, sneak some right down the road from the stadium and whatnot, you know. Wing, wing, it's a good thing to put them in there because it all ties together. It, it, you know, it, it does. It, it's interesting because the Ravens coming off a of bye week. The Bears. Who the Bears got this week? We're just coming off a bye week, too. We're about to play. Uh, the, okay, so yeah, we, we had, the Bears, right? had the same bye week. Um, so the Bears coming off a of bye week. The Bears coming off a of bye week. Getting ready to kind of go on a potential little late season run for both teams, right? The Ravens going for the number one seed. The Bears still trying to get in the playoffs and make a little noise while they at it. Maybe play a That's little sport with some other teams as well. Because the the crazy part about it is, you know, it's funny. You know, speaking of the Bears and and you know with the NFC North and everything, it's getting it's in kind of gotten going a little bit, right? Because. The Vikings started off a little bit slow, but they've kind of found found their way. With even though Kirk Cousins is is out, uh, Josh Dobbs has been playing well, and then you know the Bears have had a couple of good games here and there too. And then the Packers are looking pretty good right now. And then Detroit is is kind of they're leading, but they've lost some games where it kind of leaves the door open for everybody else. What, what how you feeling about the uh, about the NFC North right now with, with everything going on? Because it's gotten real competitive. It's gotten real uh, you know real real dogfightish over there. I really think it comes down to coaching, right? Like all teams, even Kansas City, start off slow, but coaching during the last parts of the season come into play. If you got good coaching during the last part of the season, those are the teams vying for uh, playoff positions always. No matter how they started, during December, January, if you got good coaching, you're the best teams in the league right now because you know how to adapt 
and overcome what you started off in the beginning of the season because you got good coaching. You know what I'm saying? You now some teams start off like 0-2 or 1-3 or something like that. But by December, they they in the playoff hunt because coaching. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, you know, coaching is not only big when it comes to – I'm going to be honest with you. Coaching is not only big when it comes to these big games, when it comes to the late season runs, but coaching is also big when it comes to these darn uh, these darn playoff runs that these teams want to make, right? You know, you want to make sure that, that that the coaching is top notch. You want to make sure that the coaching is on point and ready for you to uh, take that next step. Cause that's a, you know, that's a lot of what, that's a lot of, you know, a lot of what these wins versus these losses end up being, especially in the playoffs, is basically getting out coached, not necessarily getting out played. Because when you go into the playoffs, everybody's good. Everybody, everybody's good. There, there's, there, you know, there ain't really any bad teams in the playoffs. And I mean, there might be a couple that slipped in, but they might be the hot teams, right? They might be the teams that's like, you know, they, they didn't went on a run, they didn't got got hot at the right time, and they're trying to make a little run at the playoffs. So yeah, I think it does come down to, uh, it does come down to coaching and some of that inexperience that some of these other teams got too could. To come into play so you know when it comes down to the north it, it's interesting because it feels like y'all all of y'all got a lot of it, younger coaches like matt lafleur i think is the oh you know like the most tenured coach right like i don't got minnesota that's a young coach yeah i mean because um, matt LaFleur, he's probably been with the packers for longer than anybody any other of co- uh, the other coaches oh, yeah. in the division so he got a little bit of that experience in that way but i think I think it's going to be a fight to the finish for for y'all, and I think for the AFC North, I think it could be the same way just because just kind of looking at the schedule, you know, just kind of looking at the schedule for for, for both teams, uh, you know, I feel like it could be a fight to the finish. Now, speaking of coaches, right, Chicago Bears coach is like under fire right now, right? And we're thinking about uh, Jim Harbaugh. Now, me personally, right, y'all got to understand that I've been a Bears fan since the 80s. Jim Harbaugh is my band, you know what I'm saying, dog, as far as to play on the field. Mm-hmm. But right now you have a coach. Let's step back from that for a minute, the Chicago fandom, right? You have a coach that's in the middle of a cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even though he played for Chicago, right, he won everywhere he's been. Do we know he won because of – did he cheat to do that, though? You know what I'm saying? When you start talking about Jim Harbaugh, let's talk about Jim Harbaugh for a minute, right? When they the accusations of you, you know about the whole thing with Jim Harbaugh, right? Where mm-hmm. somebody on the sidelines, where they trying to like he didn't know about this person that's on the sidelines, just just got all the signals and signs from the other team and all that stuff. Where you know the running game, you know it's a running play or a passing play, right? Mm-hmm. And right now he going through a whole situation where. We're trying to figure out, did the head coach know about this? But it's 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 countless amount of motherfucking film out there of the, the dude standing beside the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator letting them know that it's a run. Now, to me, everybody say you still got to stop the play. Okay, cool. But 90% of it is knowing what is the play. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you know it's already a run, that's part of the motherfucking battle, for real. Now, the accusations is he know the plays before anybody run the plays because he has somebody on the sidelines doing that. I truly believe that's what's happening, bro, because it's too much uh, camera views of 
the guy standing beside the defense coordinator and offensive coordinator said, hey, you know what? They running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are we doing here, bro? My, my, <laughs> issue with, my issue with the argument is, though, and I don't want to say the lack of success because Michigan has been successful. True. But if you're going you know, to purposefully cheat, you might as well win some darn titles while you're at it. Uh, you know, do it the Bill Belichick way and win some darn titles while you at I it. I mean, Dan and National Channel tells you hunt now. I mean, it's I don't know. Like, I think and it's, it's crazy because I think Harbaugh has been successful. Uh, Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. has been successful when it comes to Michigan. You know, we saw what he did before. We saw what he did in San Francisco, and we saw what he's done in Michigan. I think he's been. And that's what. Think, uh, what's his name? Um, they got blackball. Blackball. Uh, cabinet. Yeah. Yeah, he like, did that with cabinet. That's that's like I mean I think we've seen for for me I, I'm not saying I think it's true or not true. I don't know enough about the situation to to say too much, but I will say like on the outside looking in, we've seen so much success from Harbaugh that it's kind of like is this an outlier type situation, right? Like is this one of those situations where it's like you know it matters, but how true how true is it to a certain degree just because of the you know, know he's, he's already had success you know he's already had success and he's proven to be a winner it, it ain't like he popped up out of nowhere and was just winning games i know what you're saying what you're saying is where he had the point where none of this even really matter because somebody in the nfl is still gonna hire him you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. he will still now everybody don't know uh michigan is already offering him a um, contract already 11 million dollars a year so it puts him in a bind where he got to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? And then right now, no NFL teams has really reached out to him. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of in, in a situation here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's one of those, and it's one of those situations too, where it's like you won't, you won't really know to the end of the season when people get fired. Right? There's only been one coach that's been fired so far this season in Carolina Panthers uh, with Frank Wright. Uh, Let's talk about that for a minute, bro. Yeah. So, all right. First of all, Frank Wright. Mm-hmm. He was in Indianapolis. They was a competitive team. They, they. This is the team that had Andrew Luck retire on them, right? Mm-hmm. So after that, they just floundering, looking for quarterbacks, right? And Frank Wright was mixed up in this. <laughs> he had to be in the middle of this where he built a good team. Now they was competitive on defense. It was a good offensive line. It was a good. It was a good. Matter of fact, it was a, a competing team. Right, yeah, but, but the quarterback yeah. was the issue in mm-hmm. Indianapolis, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm trying to figure out first of all, you had luck, and then after that, you just flip quarterback, flip quarterbacks, and flip quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at one point, it's clear that you didn't win because of quarterback play because you couldn't find one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. It ain't easy to have a quarterback to after. Like you draft a quarterback, Andrew Luck, and he just retired. Then you sat there and watched Indianapolis Colts pick up multiple quarterbacks that was at the end of their careers, yeah. thinking they would uh take them to the promised land because that the team was built. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I think honestly, you know, I I kind of give Frank Reich a similar. I don't want to say pass because that sounds like I don't think that they're good to begin with, but like a little bit of leeway when it comes down to these situations, because kind of like you just said, 
Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck retired, and I don't even think Frank Wright was the coach when he retired. I'm pretty sure he came in after after he retired. The GM didn't go and grab a QB. They grabbed a, a lot of veteran. They grabbed Phillip Rivers. They grabbed Matt Ryan. Uh, they kind of just filled filled a gap until they had a high enough pick, I guess, to get another quarterback, uh, which they would eventually do with Anthony Richardson. And then with the situation in Carolina, number one, the owner David Tepper didn't give Frank Reich enough time to even see what he had, right? You got you got a rookie quarterback, a horrible offensive line, um, lacking talent at the at the wide receiver position right now. And I mean, a good defense is, is about all you can say about him, right? And I think with that situation, he was also put in a bad situation. You you were given one year to turn around a team that just had the number one overall pick, albeit, and you know, I said this plenty of times, but they traded into the number one pick. But when you trade into the number one pick, you essentially become num- the the team who had the number one pick, meaning you essentially personnel-wise become the team who has the number one pick because you traded top receivers, you traded top picks, you traded uh, top talent to get this this one pick. You traded too much to get it, to get it anyway. But you know the Bears are happy about it because they about to they sitting on the number one pick again, uh, and they are not the worst team in the league right now. So, you know, like I think Frank Reich, you know, and, and I was about to make the comparison with Frank Reich and Cam Newton. I feel like Cam Newton is a guy who has been disrespected in a way with the situation he's been put in lately, right? Coming in middle of the season, and you expect him to do well, and he doesn't. You know, because or, or or he doesn't do as well as you think he's going to do because he's coming in the middle of the season. There's no true off season. He, you know, the last time Cam played with a team with a true off season was when, uh, you know, what Carolina was that? You know, was that you know Carolina? What maybe 2016 NFL or something like that? Like, true. I want you to think about this for a minute. Frank Wright takes the job. He's scouting quarterbacks. They in the draft. They looking at all the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The quarterback he want, the owner don't want. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now, you go into your first season with the quarterback that the owner wanted, right? I think it's well documented that Frank Wright was not leaning towards Bryce Young. And am I clear to say that? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Because you in shock. Okay. Yeah. So what I've heard is this, you know, this is he said, she said, rumor mill type stuff. Uh, and that's you know it's still it's 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 valid because it it could be it could be the reason Frank Reich got fired to begin with right Frank Reich didn't want the quarterback that you drafted to be a future okay. of your franchise and uh you know you'd rather put somebody who's gonna let Bryce be exactly what you need as opposed to somebody who might not be able to work with him because you know that wasn't the guy he wanted or whatever. Um, so yeah, you're like, you're like I, I can completely understand what you're saying. On that. I, I think that press conference where he explained that some owners are different from other owners was his death joint. Once he said that I'm not really comfortable with owners, you know what I'm saying? But all owners are different. It was clear that he was making it clear that this owner here is in my business, bro. <laughs> I can't do shit. That owner is all in my shit. And all owners don't do this, but this one do. You know what I'm saying, dog? Yeah, because he had to, like, meet with him. He had to, like, meet with him weekly or something. It's like, like I don't know how I can really function with this fool telling me what he wants. You know what I'm saying, dog? I go in a draft. 
I want CJ Stroud. I already tell this clown, I'm about to bring you to Charlotte, bro. You know what I'm saying? I go in office, you tell me you want Bryce Young. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Dog? And then you want me to win with Bryce Young. And when I don't, you fire me. What the fuck is that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I took the man you wanted. And then you fire me in the middle of the season, me trying to work with a motherfucker I didn't even want. Ain't that some shit? And I think like it's it's interesting because God when you damn. when you look at it, right? When you look at it, I can understand Tepper's perspective of saying it makes Tepper look bad, right? Because you fire the coach that you hired uh midway, you know, not midway through the season, but three fourths of the way through the season, right? And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, why don't you just let him finish it out and see see how they do or but like it makes me wonder about their it's hard because Tepper has done this before, right? But it makes you wonder about was there a disconnect between Frank Reich's work with Bryce Young versus what David Tepper wanted Frank Reich to do? It's uh, obvious. To, to me, it feels it feels like David Tepper is a very hands-on uh owner, right? He's very hands-on. He wants you to meet with him every week. He wants to check in. He I mean, literally like probably doing too much to a certain degree, checking in with Frank Reich every week. Uh, but too much, you know, he, he wants to be hands on. He wants to, you know, hand in the cookie, cookie jar for lack of a better term. So with that being said, I mean, this is why going back to the, um, to what we was talking about before getting, getting back to the bears. This is why the bears now sit with the number one overall pick unless the Panthers, String together some wins, which, albeit, I think uh, there's another two win. There's a two win team out there. The the Patriots, the Patriots, uh, they got two wins, so they could honestly, you know, I don't my, see the Patriots winning no more. Now, I do see Carolina winning at least two games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that take them out of the first round, first pick or not. But I see them winning at least two games. Do you? I think, and I and I said it before. I think the Panthers can beat because the defense is okay. The NFC, yeah, I think they can beat the NFC South teams, but the Panthers play like a young team, right? So they can't finish games, even if they're ahead early or whatever it may be. They can't finish games, and that's the issue. Uh, I mean, right now the Patriots are ahead of the Steelers, fourteen to three. So maybe the <laughs> maybe the Patriots gonna win another game tonight, but. It's just it's it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's just one of those things where it's like the Panthers don't have a tough schedule, but can you trust the Panthers to uh string together a couple wins when they ain't been able to do it all season? I don't know if you can. So I mean that might end up with the Bears with the number one overall pick, not even having to be bad enough to have the number one overall pick. And that come, brings me to to another thing. The GM of the Chicago Bears, right? We finally have a black GM. I'm not biased or nothing. It's just something I wanted to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. And he done set the bears up to the point where it's I never seen a setup this clear to win. You know what I'm saying? Nah. He just set us up real good. And then the fact that he fleeced Charlotte, I mean, he took their first pick and their number one receiver. You draft a rookie receiver, he has no one to throw it to. <laughs> Which make it hard for you 
to win, which makes it a first round pick, a first pick overall for the GM. You yeah. cannot like it's when you play chess as GM and you say, okay, I'm gonna take your first round pick and I'm gonna take your receiver too. How can you work with that? <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be a first pick overall. <laughs> it, I mean, honestly, I like my genius. GM, baby. Honestly, it, it was genius. I'm gonna see if I can find genius. it. Genius. I'm gonna see if I can find it because Ryan Poles, baby. A, if anybody don't know, <laughs> the GM they, of the Chicago Bears, baby. Ryan funny, Poles. You know, it's it's funny because they put up when y'all put when when the Bears played the Panthers a couple weeks ago, they put up what the Panthers got versus what the Bears got. And I if I can find it, I'll pull it up. But it was just one, it was one of those things where you was like uh, that don't look good at all now. Especially <laughs> if you put it, it didn't look good before, but especially if you put it on paper, it looked even worse. Okay, so y'all got, I mean, Charlotte got Bryce Young. The Chicago Bears got the number one pick overall, whatever pick they, the Charlotte put us at, right? Yep. Whatever it is, that first round pick. We got a starting right tackle that's going to be a pro bowler. <laughs> we got a cornerback that's going to be a pro bowler. <laughs> we fleeced that ass we got a motherfucking wide receiver off their roster that's gonna be a pro bowler this year <laughs> ryan pose baby so the best I, gm in the business baby can i can i ask you a question though speaking of that because uh i've heard a lot of people and, and i saw one of the people i follow he had put out a uh a mock draft today or yesterday mm-hmm. and he you know a lot of people been wondering what did the bears do with the number one overall pick what, what do you say i've heard a lot of people say if caleb williams is there uh you know you go do it you you, you take you, you you drop the justin fields experiment and you go with caleb williams well i mean what do you think if, if let's just say the panthers don't win any more games or they end up with the number one overall pick whatever that means what what would you say what would you say they do this is a hot button issue for Chicago fans worldwide, right? First of all, we've watched a quarterback that's drafted 11 overall. He beat Clemson in championship before he was drafted, right? So we already know he's good, right? His rookie year, he don't get into the fourth game after not even practicing with anybody but the practice squad. He gets sacked nine times his first start ever in this league. Nine times, bro. The coach gets fired his first year. Second year, new GM and new coach. The GM blow the whole fucking roster up with no stars. And he still run for 1,200 yards and he'll quarterback. This year come in, Right? You have offensive coordinator and a coach that wants this man to be Aaron Rodgers, bro. <laughs> I'm convinced that the offensive coordinator that we got from Green Bay is convinced that he want to turn Justin Fields into fucking Aaron Rodgers, bro. I'm convinced. And that's when you got my man coming out and saying, hey, I don't know if it's a coach or what. It's just too much shit in my mind. <laughs> Remember that shit in the early season? Like, bro, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what's happening, but it's too much going on. 
That's what it was. <laughs> this fool, can, hey, put your foot here. Take your foot here. No, I step here, step here. That read there. Nah, that's what Roger would do. I'm Justin Fields. I might run here and run for 80. That he can't do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dog? So you got a plan for me. Fuck Rogers. You know what I'm saying, dog? So mm -hmm. that's where we at now in the third year. And we got the whole crowd figuring out do we should take another quarterback or not. Now, this year right here, he's been balling out. Period. You can't deny it, right? So now we're at a point where do you take a rookie quarterback and he fuck around turning to Zach Wilson? Did everybody fire? What do you think? <laughs> so the, I think I think number one. Zach Wilson too, bro. That's true. If if I'm the GM of the Bears, of the Bears, right? I hope the Bears. I hope that the Panthers don't have them number one overall pick. Because I don't want that pressure of having to decide between Justin Fields and Caleb Williams, right? Because for me yeah. personally, I say you stick with Justin Fields, get in Marvin Harrison Jr., and we uh, do like this and go on about our business, right? That's, that's <laughs> no. how, you know, that's how I feel. you put Marvin Harrison uh, Jr. with um, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Oh, my God. I mean – that that you know that's dangerous. If you keep Cole commit too, like you know that oh you know my God. you know. I mean, I'm just saying. And and then it, you know, shout out to Hayes the Truth, Matt, my my boy put the mock draft out. He said you know that, that he's projecting y'all you know, to get a tackle uh, from Penn State. I, I can't even say the name, so I ain't gonna say it. But still, I mean, then you sure up the offensive line a little bit more too. Like you know, I mean, that's just you know that's that's that's, that's a dangerous game right there. So like, if I'm the GM, I say you know what. Carolina, go ahead and win one or two games for me. Uh, well, one or two. Win, win two or three, I should say. Win two or three games for me. Make this decision a little bit easier because, you know, you give somebody else a chance to get the guy they need to get uh, as True. opposed to us, you know, as opposed to the Bears. I personally think the Justin Fields experiment should not be over. Um, that's just me. I, I like Justin Fields. I, I think I think he needs to be coached in a way where he can be him as opposed to being some kind of like you said, being somebody else. Uh, being some, you know, let him be, let him be him, let him be special as, as he is, and, and and let it go from there. And I think the more talent you put around him, the better he'll be. Um, That's but we'll it. see, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see because I mean, Arizona act like they tempting to go away from Kyle Murray, so they might need it too. And they sitting at the number three pick right now. So, but know, think about this for a minute: if you're a GM, right, you have a person right now within the next five years can be in the top ten of quarterbacks in the NFL, right? With his abilities, you you get rid of him and bring in a rookie that you have no clue what's going to happen here. You know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. volatile situation where that's a gamble. People might not understand this. That right there for the GM or the Chicago Bears will be a straight gamble if he take a quarterback, trade Justin Fields, Justin Fields ball the fuck out, be an all star for the rest next ten years. Mm -hmm. And you sitting here chills trying to find a quarterback after Boo Boo the Fool, it turned into Zach Wilson. And, and I think if and I'm I'm just trying to think of the teams that need that need QBs off the top of my head. He's born and raised in Atlanta in Atlanta. So yeah, if you put him in the right situation, Atlanta got talent, the Saints got talent, um, Washington got talent, uh, you know, like 
that's just a couple I'm thinking about off my off top of my head. I don't know about Arizona because then you know I trade for Kyler Murray if I'm gonna do that. Um, as opposed to trading for Justin Kyler Fields. Murray, I mean, nice. not, we gotta play Kyler, um, we gotta play him too. Two weeks yeah, from so now too. I mean, he's nice. It just you know, it really just depends. Like that's gonna be the thing. Like you know, there's a lot of good quarterbacks right now, but there's also some. The thing is, teams. when do the organizations put their foot down and say, "Okay, just our quarterback"? That's into that. Let's move on to other shit. That's the question. It is most organizations do it early. For example, Giants. This sign is quarterback. We done with this. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Even though that was a bad idea. <laughs> the sign. What's his motherfucking name? Uh, Josh quarterback. Oh my God. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Nobody in their right mind would have signed this fool. I don't want to talk about but it. But they did. I don't want to talk about it. But they did. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about it. Who else? It just ain't when it's playing. I, I bet I, but I mean, it's playing quarterback to get paid, even though you know they're not like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just, I just don't want the GM to jump out there. Pick a quarterback. Get rid of Justin Fields. And that Batman is nowhere near as good as Justin Fields. Yeah, that would so be a problem for me, bro. I mean, my other question is, and I know I know you coming from a, from a perspective of this guy is not necessarily, you know, Justin Fields is more of a sure thing than whatever Caleb Williams yeah. might be in the NFL, right? Hell yeah. Um, but we're talking about the number one overall pick. The best, the best QB prospect there is. Uh, you know, out of the class, right? Like, you know, that I think, I think that that's when it becomes a question, not because necessarily of what Justin Fields has or hasn't done, but more so just because it's the number one overall pick. Exactly. Um, And you know, can you trade with somebody else and (laughs) do what you did this year? Uh, Think about it. Trade yourself back to the bullet last year or something. You know, where everybody expected us to pick Bryce Young. And they traded it out of that. No, so I think I think uh, I feel like Bryce Young in that in in a in the Bears situation would have been a, way better than he would have been for yeah. Carolina. Charlotte is crazy, yeah, yeah. So Carolina, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he can win there. Like your best receivers, uh, what's his name? Adam Thielen. Nineteen, like that ain't gonna work. <laughs> but yeah. hey, who am I to whine when Justin Fields had to throw the. Equinigris St. Brown, where the fuck this food name? It's like, what the fuck is that? Like, really? <laughs> I think, I think too, like, it just makes me wonder, you know, going back to the Carolina situation, what, what, what do they do? Uh, because they don't have first round picks. They, they just True. don't, you know, because they don't we have, got them. you know, yeah, they don't, they don't have, I mean, they, I don't think they got, did they trade the second round pick? To, I can't remember. They they traded a bunch. First of all, they have to work with what they got now because nothing in the draft upgrades them because they have no first. They got a late second, so none of that matters to them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they got to work with what they got. And once you find a coach, you saying to me, I know this what this mean. It means that I'm the owner. I want you to get Bryce Young. If you can't make it work with Bryce Young, see you later. Mm-hmm. That's what it went. It was that simple, bro. Yeah. Real simple. Let's, and I think that owner does too much, bro, but that's just me. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Let, let's jump into the uh to the rest of these to the rest of these schedules for the Ravens and the and the and the Bears. I start with I I just start with the the Ravens since we've been on on the Bears for a minute. Um let's see. Let's pull it up. So, we looking at 
course, we had that week 13 by week, much needed. You got the L.A. Rams coming up this week, um, which is an interesting team because – Yeah, let's you know, start that right there because the Rams started to play good. And anytime you they, got a, once hurt. a quarterback – Once you got they a quarterback that, that can uh, – really quarterback, you ain't on most of these games. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Donald on the defensive side. So you in these games, really. Now, to me, I think Donald's overrated, bro. He one of the most overrated defensive I mean, tackles I've ever seen in my life. I don't life. know about overrated. Like, bro, what? if you watch their games, he not really even in it. Well, I mean, that's because he probably getting double and triple teamed every, uh, care, every play. Hey, you think no, you're not going to – no, I don't know. Reggie White rabbit, wouldn't rabbit, get rabbit, double teamed? Rabbit, 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 Do you think Reggie rabbit, White wouldn't get rabbit, double teamed? Rabbit, 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 rabbit. Do you, you think not Reggie White wouldn't get double teamed? Yes or no? You was not going to tell me that – Aaron Donald does not have an impact on the game. Whether whether he's on the stat sheet or not, he that dude is everywhere. Everywhere. I watched the LA game everywhere. I didn't see him do anything. Dude's everywhere. I'm looking like, really? He don't stop the run. You can't tell me it's run stop. Right? And if he don't do it all. What is he doing? He don't do it all. He do it all. Everything. He'll run stop too? Everything. Oh, you is not running. On, you, I, I can guarantee you. Maybe because of no, the age, but I don't see I, it. I can guarantee you nobody is running on Aaron Donald's side. I can, I can guarantee that because he's not going to let you. Hmm. Right? He's not going to. That dude just simply wreaks havoc. Like he just does. I think he just over completely rated. Like, bro. I don't and see I the activity. You are wrong, but that's okay. Like when you watch him, I don't see when we, when we, like when I watched Lawrence Teller, I knew he was frightening. This is shit is scary. He gonna fuck somebody up. Period. When you start talking about Donald, I don't see this shit until the maybe the third quarter might see a flash. Like, what is this? No, the whole game. I disagree. I disagree. Really though, for real. Reggie White. The whole game. Reggie White is havoc. Complete havoc. All I, I over the line. I, I don't see Donald doing this. That's just I me. I, I mean, I mean, they also have. Better offensive games nowadays. So I mean, it ain't just you gonna turn the ball over and hand it off to Reggie White side and he gonna stop it. Like, nah, 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 nah. Aaron Donald. I think Reggie White would seriously blow this motherfucker whole NFL up if he was right now alive today in his prime. Reggie White will fuck this joint up. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. Good like, God not, Almighty, bro. These offensive linemen are but trash in the NFL, bro. Aaron Donald being you overrated is, is, a, is a... You don't think so? It's a reach. It's a reach right there. It's a reach right there, Doc. Uh, but I, with the Rams, you know, I think they're talented. They just ain't been... You know, they're, they're, they they 500, you know, 6-6, six and six, and they've just been... Underachieving, it feels like. I know, I think Puka Nakua is hurt. Cooper Cup has still been dealing with his injuries here and there. Um, so I mean, it kind of y'all can get it, that Jack. I mean, the um, Jaguars joint because main man hurt, quarterback hurt. Well, but he only got a sprained ankle though, so he might be back. Man, that shit, he ain't no way in there. He coming back this game. I mean, it, but it looked like next when, week. when you when you look at it though, like when, then I mean, it's gonna be hard. Like with a sprained it's ankle, a high just because of stuff, That's yeah. Yeah, that's you know, but he got. I mean, if if they want to do something, he's gonna have to come back. So it's kind of it's a decision that's, that's gonna true. have to be made <laughs> because like Houston is right there up on them, um, and Indy ain't going away either. So that's because true. of that, you could lose a couple games just because he hurt. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, yep. the honestly, the Rams and the Jags, I think, are almost like business trips, right? Like, huh. like the and and there's three of these games, three of these five is like nice. business trips. You just gotta you you're better than that team, Bruh. you need to go beat them, right? The Rams, can, Jags, and Steelers. Y'all can all three of them. and lose the rest of y'all games. Now think about that's it. Not that's not Except for the Jaguars. That that might be shaky. But the, the LA San Francisco, you know the Rams is that the Dolphins at the week 17? Am I true? That is the Dolphins. Yeah. That's the Dolphins. So you got San Francisco, the Dolphins, and the Steelers. Hey, like I told you. Good luck, baby. No, no, no. This is a hard stretch stretch of the season, regardless of injuries and anything. But I will say yeah, the Ravens damn. can eat the Ravens should be and I should I should say should yeah. be able to easily beat the Rams post bye week, right? We were gonna buy two. The, the Chicago Bears and Baltimore was gonna buy the same yeah, time. Same, same week. That's the, funny. The Jaguars should be a win, and the Steelers should be a win. Now okay, San I see the Jaguars. San right? Francisco and Miami, LA? that's gonna be the tough ones. San Francisco and okay. Miami. I think I think you I think you forgetting. This is not LA who won the Super Bowl. This is LA two true, years later. True. But this, they this. sneaky. They sneaky with the quarterback they got, bro. I'm trying to tell you. That could if you get over that hump with the LA, that can help. Because then you you'll hit Jaguars, you might get swing those two. But bruh, if y'all lose to the fucking LA, what's the names? Y'all fucked. We need honestly, we need to go four and one in this stretch. I mean, what y'all reckon? What y'all number one seed? We, you know, I, I feel like we need to keep pace with the with the number one seed. Like we right there. Uh this gonna be a this, and this gonna be a stretch though. Like so y'all this, can't lose nine three and three. And still be in the not, so y'all good. Nine, yeah, we not nine and three. Nine yeah, and y'all three. can still lose three and still be good, yeah. Because that's San Francisco, Miami, and Steelers, Steelers gonna still be scrappy at the end of the season. I feel y'all not, is I mean that Steelers. Oh my god. I feel like with I feel like with San Francisco and mm. Miami, the Ravens defense is, is the is one of the defenses that can probably slow them down a little bit, right? Like stifle them a little bit, get them uncomfortable. Show y'all them go, they ain't y'all can't let Jaguars, y'all can't lose the Jaguars, bro. Yeah, period. That's true. Period. And if you fuck around, let LA beat you. This is gonna be a problem at the end of this season, to be honest with you. Yeah, there, now, there, there can't be no weeks off for, for, for Baltimore in this last little stretch. Just how was life with uh Rokron Smith? It's good. It's good. Really? I mean, well, you know, uh let me ask you something. When we started the season off, when y'all got him right, mm-hmm. I always told you that the only problem I had with him that he don't make impacts. Like he make a lot of tackles, but interceptions, forced fumbles. Tackles behind the in line scrimmage, it don't it don't exist. Now, long as I don't know about uh, ta- tackles behind the line of scrimmage do do exist for Royal Quan Smith. Now, like mm-hmm. interceptions and stuff, like, and maybe like fumbles and Force stuff. Fumbles. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say he does it, but everybody else on this team is him. doing it. That's the thing. Like, Geno <laughs> like, Stone is leading the league in picks right now. The Ravens are leading the league in sacks right now. So, like. I, I think the impact that, yeah. is there because I, I, because before Rokon Smith got here, there was no. I'm gonna be honest, there was no like pass rush wasn't there, and he's not a pass rush guy by any means. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things where I think he's made everything better. But I will give you this: he's a solid middle linebacker, bro. Mm-hmm. Period. He's not a playmaker. 
That's what I was trying to tell you back then. Y'all played him. I don't, know, played I don't him. know about that. I don't know. He's not a playmaker, bro. Don't he's, do a that. Play, he's, a, he's a playmaker. He makes everybody better around him. Everybody. Think there, about this. We let him one go. unit that, that's not affected by Roquan Smith being out there. Not one. Back, back to my man Pose. He let this fool go. Picked up two linebackers for what he wanted. Edmonds and Edwards. One of them lead the league in tackles. <laughs> one of them got three, four interceptions. Your man in Baltimore, no interceptions, no false fumbles. <laughs> My man lead the league in tackles. Okay. Man, come on, bro. Okay, you can't but, tell me Pose okay. did not exchange him for two linebackers well, that's uh, doing will, way better than I will, I, will, I will say this. I will say this. The Ravens are maybe, probably, more than likely, uh, most definitely, top five in every defensive category, the Bears are not. I will oh, say that. Bears in top five of everything, too. What are the top five? What are the top five in? We stopped the run. Them. That's top. We might be number one in stopping the run, for matter of fact. Okay. I, I give you that. What about turnovers? Yeah, we don't want to know. What about turnovers? We don't No, I don't, I don't, I don't know right now. I really don't. <laughs> turnovers? Where are we at in turnovers? We had seven turnovers the last two games. So, add Let me see. Let me see. Seven turnovers the last two games, my boy. Okay, what y'all do the rest of the season? That's what I'm curious about. about. See what I mean? See how they do? Seven turnovers the last two games. Think about that for a minute. Come on. We number one now. We number one in a lot of categories in defense. So let's not do that. Let's see. Let's see. see Overall, we might be number 10, nine in defense overall. So let's not do that. The Bears. And it brings me to my coach. Everybody want my coach fired to bring Harbaugh in and all this shit, right? But again, just like I told you about Justin Fields. This coach was brought in, hired, and then his whole roster was stripped. He played with Boo Boo the Fools and Last Man Standings. The only person he had on his team was Justin Fields running for 1,200 yards. <laughs> so this year right here, he done made his defense number one in, what, 11 games now? Come on, bro. Stop talking about firing my coach. Let's get – let's come on, man. We got the coach. We got the quarterback. Keep building this thing. You know what I'm saying? I, is, I, I guess this is my I question. Like you, folks. You my I, guess man, this is my, I guess this is my question, though. People looking at we'll the Lions, doing. right? They're okay. looking at the Lions who had kind of a glow up overnight. They that was at overnight the for real? Okay. Really? So last year they was competitive, but they lost a lot of games. The year before, they was terrible. They never so yeah, it's overnight. I would, you know I would right. call it overnight. I would call it overnight. Wait a minute. How many first-round picks did they already have in a row? Years and years. You talking about, you're talking about the Lions? Yeah. Well, I mean, They all on the team. You know that, right? Probably a bunch, yeah. I'd say Exactly. That. So it's not like they just all of a sudden just out the blue. They got the best players on their team. What do you mean? They should have been winning. I mean, so should the Bears, right? I mean, y'all huh? had a top. Y'all, we got y'all one had, number one round y'all had a, pick, and that was Justin Fields. Y'all had a top Everybody pick to get boo-boo the fools. Y'all you had mean? a top pick to get Justin Fields, right? That was it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we ain't got 11, 12. Green Bay got 12 number one. Y'all had, just on defense. If, if I if I'm mistaken, now I know I like to use stuff to my advantage we when I can no and, picks, and, and on the other side when I can. Uh, y'all had I, now. I might be wrong now, but y'all had the number one overall pick last season. 
That was last season. Yeah. We traded, okay. right? Yeah. Y'all did, but y'all still had y'all still were the worst team in the league, right? Technically, we wasn't. <laughs> by the record, right? By the record. Okay, cool. Okay, by the record, y'all was, right? So all I'm saying is I, you I think, heard everything I said though, right? I think look, I think blue, management team up. I think management is looking at the Packers who look a little bit better than the Bears right now. Beat y'all in week one. The Lions, who look a lot better than the Bears right now, and the Vikings, who have for years and years and years looked better than the Bears. They looking around the division saying, wait a minute, when the Bears going to compete here? How long is it going to take? Now, as I explained, we just hired a coach last year, last season, right? The GM blew the whole team up, right? That's true. Are you expecting him to win with that? Nah. So we go in the draft. We get the kind of players that the coach wants. This is the only season that he had the players that he wants. This is the only season now. Last mm-hmm. season was not it. We're going to this season. We four and eight as we speak, right? Mm-hmm. We don't won four games out of our last eight with the team that he just building. That now is the team that he wants. Not last year. That was Boo Boo the Fool Squad. Okay. Right. So this mm-hmm. is. Let's start from this year. This is the only year he have. Because these are the players that he actually put in, right? The whole defense, every player he put in this year, from draft to motherfucker free agent. The coach put these players in. Where the defense at? Exactly. Every player on the offense has been put. This is the problem right now. This draft right here is going to be all offense. Because all you got on offense, number one pick you have, first round pick is Justin Fields. Everybody else, a second rounders, a third rounders, or fourth rounders. Period. Now, this year we picked the motherfucking uh first round tackle because we got the pick from um Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So th- we got two first rounders on our whole team. <laughs> That's Justin Fields and our right tackle. Then we just trapped Drake uh traded for Swift, who's a first rounder. Then we got three. You know what I'm saying? Now we building our team. Okay. The, the Lions have 30 first rounders. Green Bay have 20 first rounders. They should have been winning long time ago. Minnesota, they winning. They not winning the way they should because they quarterback some slop, bro. It's just real simple. Uh, Lions quarterback, basic. They're not gonna go no far with that. We're gonna beat them Sunday to let you know. You know what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> we only got the quarterback in this whole conference that's dynamic and will win games because of his legs and what's that called where you just do things on instincts. They don't have those quarterbacks. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's going to appeal us after this season because if we, you got to remember one thing. If we win these next five games, we're in the playoffs. People don't even know that, right? Okay. So we're not really out of it. Yeah, let's uh, you know that's, that's, the a, Packers, that's a good little. The Packers little won six games. Right we won four games, right? So we, we all in the same boat. Let's see who you got. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who y'all got. Let's, all let's in the same that. boat. Let's just take a look. Let's see, <laughs> you know, while we on it, you know, the Bears. Come on, bro. We on it. First of all, let's take a look. Sunday we play uh, Detroit, who we okay. smashed Detroit. the fuck out of last week, and they fuck around look one in the, in, the, in the end of this thing. But that's cool. We blew their ass mm-hmm. out. We had the ball 40 minutes to their 20. We had okay. 40 yards offense to their 
fucking hundred, but we lost. Cool. Bring your ass to Chicago, and we're gonna thump a hole in the Lions' ass. Okay. We're not worried about Minnesota. We're not worried about none of these people left. Uh, where we go, Cleveland. We go to uh, Phoenix and Atlanta. Okay. Are we okay. scared of those boys or not? Well, Get out of here. Cleveland. Cleveland is a top defense, though. You got to be scared yeah, of that. True. That's true. That's you got to be scared of that now. That's one. Now, McGurin is not. He's not. He's not healthy though. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's a revenge game yeah. because the first star Justin Fields ever had was in Cleveland. Nine sacks. <laughs> so it's a get back game for Justin Fields, baby. So they're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Nah. And I ain't worried about Falcons at all. You know what I'm saying? Nah. All things. Oh, really? Are we worried about those teams? Our defense is so, okay. So with so I, I say this with, with, with Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. With Arizona, here's my here's my thing. Here's my thing about Arizona. The quarterback is a scary piece of a problem. Yeah, problem. Yeah, you got you know Kyler Murray trying to get his get his way back. He he's almost auditioning for other teams if the Cardinals decide not to keep him, right? So he got a lot yeah. to play for still. Yeah, right? He's he yeah. still got a lot to play for. So I mean that could be a tough game just because of that. The Flacco. Browns, the hey, 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 hey. Jimmy hey, Flacco. Don't do that. Get your don't, ass, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know that's my boy. Don't do Flacco. that. Don't do that. Let Joe me ask you. Okay, oh, hey, oh, oh, two forty-one. I know, I know twenty-one. Just I get it. I get it. But your, your. If I was to give you some true sound right now, in 2023, 24, do you actually think that Flacco is good? Am, are we talking about the game he played this? This true sound right now. No, no, not, no. not the Baltimore lover. Are we talking about the game he just played? Based on oh, is that what? <laughs> Am I basing it off of the past couple years or am I basing it off of the previous game just now? I think that's the only game he played this year, right? Yeah, that's the only How'd that look? If if he look as good as he looked in that game, it can only get better from there. Cause because that's 241, a touchdown to pick. We play him after, Okay, look, after not playing for a whole year. Now I'll give you credit. He better than PJ Walker. <laughs> Whoever the fuck they had in there first, bro. I, I get that. He he read. And, and we get those things all faster, but the, his own strength Browns, is not the same. Look, and he's not coming out that pocket. We gonna look the Browns, his ass up. The Browns are, are are a sneaky team, specifically because of their defense. Like Joe is, and that's the thing. Like Joe Flacco is the perfect quarterback for the Browns. Why? Because they want to run the ball and they want to play good defense. And that's, that's all. That's all Joe Flacco knows. Uh, you know, um, Ravens fans know it, right? That's, all, old, that's, that's all we know. How old's Flacco now? Thirty-eight. I think okay, okay. C30, I think he is. Um, yeah, so I mean the Browns, that's a tough defense. So I do agree that next week that's gonna he makes it a more of a problem than uh Watkins because I think we had a better grasp for Watkins, right? We we just gonna flush him out of the pocket and tear his ass up. But this fool right here, he know how to manipulate the pocket a lot as a quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Okay, and then like I said, the, the Lions, that's a tough one. That's in division, it's always gonna be tough. So that's I, I say that's a tough one. And then we'll the Falcons. The, the Falcons, you should beat the Falcons. That I mean, the Falcons yeah, are the Falcons. You should. Now, the last game of Green Bay is going to be our game. What if that's the game to say either one of us go to playoffs? Oh, my God. I would love that, bro. <laughs> Green Bay game. And it says the winner goes to the playoffs. Boy, that's football, baby. That's what I want to see. 
Especially when we rebuild and all of a sudden we in playoff hunt. Like, goddamn, mm-hmm. already? I like it. <laughs> Pose you the man, bro. I fucked you. Look, look, I think, yeah, that Green Bay game should be should be pretty good unless they put unless they 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 put that salt they put on y'all the last the last time they played y'all. Cause I don't know. I, I did not expect that at all. I don't know what we blew what happened. Yeah. I did not expect that at all, but they came out hot. Like, like they had a, they had me believing, and then you know they kind of slowed down. They cooled off a little bit, and now they kind of hitting another hot stretch. So they kind of up and down. It, it, it seems like to me. And I'm uh, something about put like this: if if the Lions' defense don't ball out, they're average team, bro. Because mm-hmm. golf is just a, I, I I get it when these people when these quarterbacks ranking up these yards, it's not. It's like fool's gold, bro. Like, that's not what that can't you can't translate it into you now you winning because it, it still makes you struggle because that quarterback doesn't give a plus, he's just mm-hmm. straight passing, you know what I'm saying? It's like like him and what's the name? Uh Foles and all these quarterbacks, it's just like they're not a plus. If you the uh person catching it, you have to make the play. If not, this shit is done. You know what I'm saying? It's like the quarterback has no – he's not going to throw it long, deep, none of that shit. He's not going to run out of the pocket. None of that shit. He's not going to save your lineman from sacks. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like – I think I think the other the, – the, the issue that poses a problem for the Bears with the Lions is that they got so much offensive talent, right? Sam LaPorta is really good tight end. Um you know they they they've done they've done a good job with him. Of course, they got Jamison Williams still trying to find his way. Uh, the, the other the other Saint Brown, the Saint Brown that you want, uh, he he been playing. Not good. Know, we he, got the wrong Saint Brown for sure. He, he been playing well, and of course they got the two headed monster with uh, David Montgomery and J, and Jay Mar Gibbs. So you know they True. you know that's the thing. Like they're so talented all over the place. I mean, I think they'll be good for 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 years to come, more than likely. But that's I true. do think. I, I think, think they, they, they would honestly benefit from uh, potentially like a Kyler Murray coming over that way. Again, Snaz, you know what I mean? They have a like everybody agree. Golf is a good ass quarterback, right? But you would literally take him out for certain players. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you start to think how uh, the Rams were thinking at the time, where he's good, yeah, but damn, man, just somebody else can get us to. You know what I'm saying? It's the mm-hmm. same thought process you just had. Like, Kyler Murray can go in there and do even more better. You know what I'm saying? In your mind frame because, you know, he's just a basic quarterback, bro. And I don't think the future is basic like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. Um, wrapping up, how you feeling? How you feeling this week? How you feeling about the this Bears-Lions matchup? How you, how you feeling about the rest of the season? Me personally, I, I feel good that we we done improved on a lot of grounds on offense and defense. My thing is good that Justin back off injury. He been back two games, so that's even better. So I think out of our last five games, just ball out, bro. Let it all hang out. Defense number one, the offense just got to let it all hang out. Just throw that bitch. Oh, Justin like to throw a long bomb. Let him throw this eight of them bitches a game. Fuck, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? These next five games, let it hang out baby if you win all five of them you're in the playoffs simple as that you know what i'm saying dog so if not who cares a fuck you know what i'm saying dog but you still got two picks in the first round next year <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Look, 
Look, even if it don't go the way you want it to, you still got something to look forward to. Exactly. You just ball out and get as many wins you can. You got that. For me, when it comes down to the rest of the season, I think, kind of like I just said, I think you got three business trips, right? I think you got L.A., you got Jacksonville, especially with injuries right now. That's the main reason why I say it it in the way that I say it. And then Pittsburgh, right? You have Mm -hmm. to win those games, those three. Because the tougher of the five is Miami Dolphins, who for some reason the Ravens have a problem beating, um, and San Francisco. Now, San Francisco, uh, I, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure the year they went to the Super Bowl, the Ravens blew them out on Monday Night Football. So, or Sunday Night Football, one of the one of the one of the, one of the night footballs. Uh, so it's like San Francisco. I'm not as worried about, even though I know they're talented too. I know they're good. I know they can easily be and. and I'm not gonna say easily because that's not that's not even true. But I know they can beat the Ravens because I know they're they're a good team. But I think let's, let's give our uh, MVP predictions right now. As you can as the, today, we're gonna give who we think will be MVP at the end of the season. Ain't about five more games. Okay. So who do you think? Um. So I I think I'm gonna go with who should be MVP. Uh. And I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill. I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill because I think he's on pace for what two thousand yards as a receiver, mm-hmm. and even in a passing league, that never happens, right? That never happens. So because of that, I think he deserves. Uh, I think he. I think he deserves it. I think they made up offensive player of the year so they mm-hmm. could give other positions a chance to be an MVP. Uh, but I think Tyreek Hill has shown not only is he dangerous and you have to guard him, but it doesn't really matter that he's dangerous and you have to guard him. He's going to beat you anyway. That's that. That's how that's how I feel about that. I feel like I'm missing somebody, um, but I do. I mean, I, I, I just feel like I feel like, you know. I, I I feel like I feel like Tyreek would be should, should be MVP in the same way that I felt like Derrick Henry should have been a couple of years ago. I think at this point. The only person you really can put in it is Tyree. If he can continue on what he's doing, it's like it's, you got to make him MVP. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny over the last few years that it always have to be a quarterback. And it's not true, bro. Like, I remember, uh, you remember uh, the Redskins? I know they don't call them that no more. But they had a kicker that went to the MVP. He was the MVP of the league. Yeah. Well. I forgot his nigga name. I'm here in D.C. And I'm, Moses, Moses, Mosley, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. That nigga was MVP. It's like you ain't gotta be quarterback, can, bro. Can, Once they make quick, it, it have to be quarterback. It's real quick. Can I and I or it's Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey's another good one. McCaffrey, uh, sure. But let me let me read off the one so so at least you can uh, understand what at least people are thinking about for MVP. So Brock Purdy, I think, is for some reason at the top. I don't agree, but okay. Uh, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Tua Tungavaloa. Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey, CJ Stroud, and Josh Allen. CJ Stroud will not win the MVP because he's going to be rookie of the year. That's realistically why they won't let that happen. Like I say, it's automatically uh, Tyreek Hill if he continues on what he's doing. I think it's Tyreek or Christian McCaffrey because at least McCaffrey's had like, or I think the streak was broken recently, but he had like, 20 some games with a touchdown or something. Like he had a long streak of games That's with a touchdown. True, and, but and he, that, I about, mean, 
he's dangerous everywhere. Actually, right? MVP though. Like, come on, he good, but come on, MVP. Think about that for a minute. I mean, we lead the league in rushing. Here's, here's the thing: the tough. The Do we lead the league in rushing? He's not going to be able to lead the league. Yeah, running because, back because he catches, but but he also catches okay. the ball. You got you got to factor he's in Tony Yards when you talk about this. Exactly. That's what I think. I don't know. It's plenty of backs that always caught and catched and ran. They were the MVPs. Like I think he overrated. He's another overrated player. He ain't overrated now. He's good. You can't. Don't get me wrong. Stop it. You get me wrong. How you overrated? He's unstoppable. Well, once you start start blowing people up as they unstoppable and all this, he's not unstoppable. He good. How many people stopped him? Name me one. Name me two. He don't even be getting hundred yard rushing games, bro. He don't even be doing that. For the record, for the record, hmm? right now, Christian McCaffrey is the NFL's leading rusher and leading receiver at running back. For real? He's not the leading receiver as far as like wide receivers, but I know what you're saying. In, in terms of running backs, he is the leading rusher and the leading receiver. Okay, then yeah. Then that's different. But again, when you watch the game, he's not. I don't know. Maybe I'm tri- everywhere. He like, and, and it's hard because my thing is with both Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey, they're on really talented teams, right? They're excelling on extremely talented teams, right? So not to say that eyes are off of them by any means, because you you gonna focus in on them, yes. Uh, but my thing is they're they're. I mean, that, that's the only. That's the only like caveat you can put out. That's the only asterisk you can put beside it. It's like they're on really talented teams because Tyreek Hill has Jalen Waddle and Tua can move, and you know they got so much talent on that team. Um, Wait a minute. And Christian McCaffrey with Debo Samuel and all them, like you know, like what do you say? I'm um, I have to go Tyreek Hill though. I agree. I'm with you on that one. And then my man DJ Moore second. <laughs> Well, it's funny because Tyreek Tyree Hill is on pace for – I mean, Tyreek Hill is at 1,400 yards right now, almost 1,500. Like, and there's still five games to go. I don't know what his game average is. I wish I could see it to see what he's on pace for. But um, So he got 1,500 right now? Yeah. He's at, uh, he's at 1,481, so, I mean, might as well say 1,500. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if a wide receiver goes for a two thousand yard season, I don't think you can dispute that he deserves. Yeah, it's, it's nothing else going on and, in the league. And honestly, like, yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. Like, there's no quarterbacks out there that's like, yeah, impressing me enough to be like that quarterback Hell has to no. win. Same thing with last. I mean, I felt the same way last year. Like, Mahomes got it because he's Mahomes, day. but like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, but yeah, but anyway, you you want to uh, let people know where they can watch you, listen to you. Uh, and Most definitely, we'll, we'll you can find me on uh, Twitter, Twitch, everywhere. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast at, for sure. You can find Third Perspective Podcast, T3P, you know what I'm saying? Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want your social media choice at, we there. You know what I'm saying, dog? Hard your boys. Hardcore hip-hop culture. <laughs> you know? Okay. Same, same, same for me. Fire Nation Speech, you can find us on all major podcasting platforms. The same places you can find the Third Perspective Podcast, the, you can definitely find Fly Nation Speech as well. But we'll see you guys on the next episode. 
And we, we, I mean, we we gonna we gonna let y'all go. All right, make sure y'all hit that like button if y'all haven't already. If y'all y'all are on YouTube, and hit the subscribe button as well. If you on the uh, audio platforms, be sure to heart the show. Whatever y'all do, favorite over there. Whatever y'all do, be sure to do all that, all that stuff, all that and more. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Until next, the time. Bears. All right, welcome into the Bears.